Today on Locked On Rockies, I spent yesterday kind of being a Chris Bryant hater. Well, today and after yesterday's game, I guess that's why they brought in KB. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden. Your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot, because that's what we do around here is talk about Rockies baseball each and every weekday here on your favorite streaming service on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app, where you can also find all your Colorado Rockies play-by-play action and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, where your support is greatly appreciated and lots of people have headed over there. Let us know their thoughts in uh, the about the Rockies on our comments section and your subscription, helping the show the best way possible. So thank you for that. Uh, today on the show, the Rockies win back-to-back ball games, baby! First time in almost and nearly a month that that has happened for the Colorado Rockies, and it comes at a, against a team that packs the house with a lot of opposing fans and uh, felt pretty good for a certain player there, a uh, certain first baseman for the Colorado Rockies, especially as I spent most of yesterday uh, basically kind of uh, harpooning the uh, the Chris Bryant deal and Chris Bryant in 2023. What does he do? He just goes out and has a multi-homer series and key RBIs and a, a massive contributor against his old team. On top of the young Colorado Rockies being great, the Rockies got a stud. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we got to do it, but Montero, holy cow. Oh, <laughs> boy. That is a guy who's looking comfortable at the major league level and a guy who could provide such a much needed thought. I mean, if Montero and Jones are really going to be as, as can can reach the level that we that we hope that they can reach, man, the Rockies got some nice power bats because those dudes are swinging really good sticks right now and uh, it's something to be really really excited about let's dive into all this let's break down the series let's uh let's talk about uh the good stuff including the defense here all on today's episode of locked on rockies but before we do that today's episode brought to you by jace medical empower yourself when you purchase a jace case providing you a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections get yours today at jace medical that's j-a-s-e medical.com Okay, so first things first, I, I I have to I have to admit my fault. I have to come to terms and come clear with the fact that that's why Chris Bryant's playing. That's why the Rockies got him, and that's the potential that he can bring to your team. We need to see it consistent. We need to see the longevity. We need to see it more. But that's the Chris Bryant we've wanted to see. This series and in this moment is the best version of Chris Bryant we've seen as a Colorado Rocky. It's the tiniest of sample sizes, but that's the guy that needs to be, it was a a difference maker and a game changer for the Colorado Rockies. He was able to, the first couple of RBI in, in, in game two, it was, he just checked swing, whatever the heck he did to put the ball in play. And then big home run late, big home run in the finale, 
That's the type of stuff we need to see from KB. The Rockies also a uh, available or able to get Hunter Goodman, uh, Montero, and Nolan Jones in the lineup with Chris Bryant today. That means no Charlie Blackman. That is something that we'll, we'll, we'll have to monitor as well. I don't think any worry there. I'm, I was just saying in regards to our conversation yesterday about playing time and making spots, wouldn't be too surprised if, if Chuck's going to get less time, especially if the Rockies are confident that he's going to come back next year, which signs do point to that. And uh, who knows? Maybe the Rockies could announce an extension on that before the end of the season. But I just wanted to start there. I wanted to start by the fact that Chris Bryant was key. Chris Bryant was uh, was a, a pivotal point in this uh, in this series and was a main reason why this Rockies team was able to to take down the Cubs, and this team was close to being able to sweep this Cubs team. Another moment where the Rockies, if uh, you know they, they were able to get out of their own way, would be coming away with the sweep, and, and a key pivotal moment for the Cubs here as well. I mean, they're they're pretty solid in the playoff race, but but their hopes of winning the division are, are just about dashed here by the Rockies, and uh, the Cubs are going to be looking for revenge because this team, I, I believe the, the Rockies head to Chicago right after this next matchup. I think they're they're heading on the road. I believe they're in Chicago next week at some point. As I don't know if it's the, the series after the next series or, or, or something like that, but the, the Cubs certainly will be looking for revenge there. And uh, Chris Bryant, I mean, I, I just got, I got to give him the flowers on top of everyone else. I mean, this team hitting multiple home runs. I mean, who were these Colorado Rockies in this finale? And, and to come back in both of these games after being down big early and, and, and for the bullpen, it was it was shaky. It made you sit on the edge of your seat, but the Cubs were shut out after the third inning in this ballgame. Ty Block, you know, a, not the prettiest of start, but another one where he kept the Rockies in the ballgame, even while giving up nine hits, was able to navigate and deal with the traffic while striking out four, only walking one. And uh, he did give up the three runs, but Rockies were in this ball in the finale the whole way. And then the Rockies able to hit uh, four home runs, including back to back bombs there uh, for for the Rockies late in the ball game. I, I mean, that's the when we're looking at how can the Rockies win ball games. That's going to be that's going to that's kind of a blueprint right there. It's not always going to work. It's not always going to pan out. But the Rockies, I think, especially with this pitching staff and especially throughout this season and probably next year as well, you're just going to have to go round for round. You're going to have to operate and, and continue to have the mindset that you're going to give up some runs, especially, of course. But if you're confident in your offense to be able to back you up, that's going to help these pitchers out and allow them to get in some grooves. Look at the difference there. Block was, going, got, was in trouble a little early in his start. As they went through the lineup a couple of times, he had more success versus where the Rockies go through the lineup a couple of times here in the finale. And they they are the ones able to completely turn around from the early point in that game where they were getting dominated. I believe the first three or four or three or four batters struck out uh, for the Rockies in this one. So it was the, the, the Rockies were able to come back, use the long ball and an emphasis on this here, that defense is definitely being respected and definitely being looked at more as a factor and a threat because, man, you, you if you were watching the broadcast and you were following it, you could just see that Brent Doyle, he's going to win a gold glove. And, and on top of Pete Crow Armstrong over there playing some of the, some phenomenal center field defense, we were seeing some of the, I, I think Spilly tweeted out, that might have, the game number two might have been the most 
well-defended outfield game we've ever seen at Coors Field with, with those two center fielders. Let's dive into more in the defense. Let's keep hyping up and being excited about the Rockies' first series win since August 18th or 19th against the White Sox. They didn't win the game that I went to, which was a bummer. But, um, hey, it's been a while. But it's feeling good to be feeling good in Rockies land today and feeling good to uh, send the Rockies fans home happy and a lot of Cubs fans uh, home unhappy. Let's keep breaking it down. Let's talk about the defense. Let's talk about Montero coming up here in segment number two. Before we do that, though, passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors. They're the championship team to help keep your team, your car in tip-top shape. Uh, everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it, up, level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need, at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors ebay guaranteed fit is only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions do apply this is the locked on rockies podcast we're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service bringing you your daily colorado rockies talk right here on the locked on podcast network where you can find your team every day and uh shout outs to all my everydayers out there and shout outs to you using sirius xm and the sirius xm app to check us out here on locked on rockies find us on the locked on rockies youtube channel as well you heard about them talk about on the broadcast you heard about them saying all this stuff but you can see that the rockies defense is, is not only something uh that uh we've noticed but uh we are seeing it be a factor they they mentioned it on the broadcast but doyle and jones threat there in on defense and their ability to play outfield defense at Coors Field was a key reason why the Rockies won those games. Not allow runners on the Cubs were afraid to tag up and run from third. The Cubs got got multiple times by Rockies uh, outfield defense. Those dudes are legit. When we are thinking of foundational things and we are thinking of things to be really excited about, excellent outfield defense is a huge huge plus for Coors Field. Added on top to the fact that Brenton Doyle has been swinging a little bit better of recently. Didn't uh, have a good day at the dish in the finale, but a couple of hits there in the first two games of the series, or in this game, game two of the series, a couple of RBI in the first game of the series as well. So he's certainly still going through the learning pains, but he's definitely demonstrating his ability to, to bounce back with the bat and driving in some runs uh, as well. There has been, I mean, Everything about Brenton Doyle outside of that bat is just so encouraging and exciting. And now with the little bit of bubbling and emotion and 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 and, and uh, a little bit more pop that we're seeing from the bat, that's even more exciting. And then you have Nolan Jones, who's got a cannon of an arm that can play great defense and is a threat on offense. And 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 then you mix it. And then the best part when you're looking about things to be excited for from this series. A guy that has been that that has been 
really worrisome for a good chunk of this year is dominating. Aileris Montero is showing that he is a MLB hitter. He is someone that can handle pitching if you give him the consistent opportunities. And now, for 20 straight games, Montero has gotten on base and has been effective as an offensive threat. He was dominant in this series, and he uh, was someone that the Rockies could really count on. A hit, at least one hit in every game of the series. Drove in a couple of runs here with that uh, in that one, including the home run. He's been able to go out and just absolutely mash over his recent stretch and completely turn what was a dreadful season around. Now, last 30 games for Montero, and then we'll we'll go back even further to show you how much how that's improved. But let's start at the last 30 games. 297 average, an OBP of 368, and a slugging of 505. In that time, he has gotten 15 RBIs, four home runs, 30 hits, and 101 at-bats, scored 17 times, and has you know, the strikeout's still high at 38. Shrinking it down to just the last week for him, 458 average, 500 OBP, a slugging of 708, strikeouts still a little bit high at six, but three RBI, home run, 11 hits. This guy is getting more and more comfortable and showing that he can and ha- will handle major league pitching. And he is just, it, it's, he is someone that I am, is, is just so critical, I think, to this whole thing. I think Montero's power and Montero's offensive potential, especially when you pair him up with Nolan Jones, and when you look at if if Chris Bryant and and Brendan Rodgers, Ryan McMahon, those guys, if you mix them together, that's a, a, a nice core of what should be some good offense. Streaky offense, mind you, of course, with, with, with some of the players there, but that's a team that can show it can hit, and it was on display in this game today. This is the Rockies lineup that that is going to bring the potential thump when you're looking at contributions here from that core. Bryant with the home run and, and an RBI. Montero with the two RBIs. McMahon with the RBI. And now Tovar fits into this equation as well with how well that he's he's hit this year and especially hit for extra bases. There are pieces to see when you amidst all of the stuff. When it works for the Rockies, this is what it looks like. This is what it's going to look like and hopefully what it and what it should look like. Hopefully the Rockies don't have to keep digging themselves out of holes, but they're also going to have to be resilient and bounce back. Something they haven't always been or they haven't done in some of these games, mostly because they haven't had enough time. I mean, a lot of the blown games late and the and the frustrating losses especially for, through this really dreadful slog of uh, of losses of late have come too late in the ballgame for the Rockies to, to to bounce back. But you look in this game and the Rockies finding themselves down early, the, the, the Rockies were dominant in the entire second half of the ballgame in this one. Uh, the, the Rockies were able to come alive late in game number two, and they were able to keep it, you know, to keep the fight alive in the in the in game number one and, and certainly kept that ball game close. As well, with the with the Rockies only losing, uh, you know, by one run there, and the Rockies were the ones that even uh, were, were showed that resilience again in the seventh in that game. But it was that ninth inning flub that was just, that was the worst part about it. So there's a lot to be encouraged by, but I think the things that you can really highlight are the fact that we're st- we're seeing good offense from the players that we need to see good offense from, and we're seeing that. The defense of Nolan Jones and Brenton Doyle and Ezekiel Tovar and Brendan Rodgers, that matters. 
I know Rodgers had the flub on the double play in the finale that that made things a little bit more stressful, but this defense has potential to do great things and has great and has a great foundation to keep the Rockies in ball games to really back up and 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 counteract a hitter friendly environment to have two guys that can really dominate the outfield and play a solid outfield at Coors Field mixed in with you know putting in Sean Bouchard and and other options in right field to also help there that's going to help the Rockies in close games that's going to help the Rockies get back to making Coors Field the place where they dominate because they have the ones that are going to cover all that ground Teams rolling into Coors Field aren't always going to have Pete Crow Armstrongs that can cover the entirety of center field, it seems, already. There are going to be teams that, that will struggle coming into Coors Field, especially with the new rule changes of more teams coming in and, and, and more away teams, uh, different teams coming in to play you. That's going to matter. It's going to matter there. It's going to matter because if the offense isn't as good as it could be, this is the way that the Rockies are going to have to win and fight through tight ball games. Is that they're going to have to mitigate damage that their pitcher or starter might give up and then take advantage of their opportunities, especially on defense, to, to really limit things. I mean, to watch how much they had to hold up, to watch how many times the Cubs got caught, to see how far ahead Brenton Doyle is by on some defensive metrics there by, by some player uh, in the league. That's all really great. And it feels good to finish to to finish a series and finally do a pod where, hey, these are the things we're hoping to see. And they were on full display in, the, in this series for the Rockies. Just like everything, just like we've talked about all year, just like we've seen, consistency has to be key for this Rockies team. But in this series, that's it, it, when it's going to work for the Rockies, it's going to look like the finale. That's what it's going to look like. Fighting back, hanging in there, going blow for blow, having your starter be able to navigate adversity and keep games close so when the Rockies do get an opportunity, they can strike and they can strike hard. Because this team should have some batters and should have some offensive threats, but they just got to be more consistent and they just got to stop striking out. <laughs> Very hard to do, obviously, but that's a playoff team. Any series win that the Rockies have going forward throughout this time, and, and even during the tough slogs that we've been talking about, have been against playoff caliber talent, playing playoff caliber baseball because they know that these games and series matter. So to see the Rockies handle business in front of a bunch of, uh, of Chicago fans in, 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 a, in, a, in, in their home turf, that's a good series win for the Rockies. That's the best, that's the, best the Rockies have looked in a long time. That's the most confident the Rockies have looked in the most uh, in a long time. That's the most well put together the Rockies have looked in a well in, in a long time. And it felt really good it's felt really good over the past 2 days to sit there and and be able to do a little cheer and then a sit, and, instead of a sigh and say another one that got away. This team is it, this series shows that there is hope to be had. The Rockies have a long way to go. They have a lot of things to still address, and they have to be a more consistent ball club. But when you're looking at why the Rockies have these players, why the Rockies have made the moves, why they made the moves that they that in the past, it's because of games and series like this. It's because the defense is supposed to be great, and the offense has that power potential and the ability to hang seven on you when you come to Coors Field. 
Will they be able to hit on the road? Will they ever be able to figure that out? Well, no, we'll see. That's still a whole thing. That's There's still a lot to be worried about with the Rockies. Pitching, of course. But that's what, what, what the thing that success for the Rockies looks like that series. And it might not always be pretty, but I'll take ugly wins over ugly losses any day of the week. Uh, let's keep celebrating and let's keep being pumped up because you know it just uh, hasn't been. It's been a uh, it's been a while. So let's just keep uh, let's keep the vibes high. Let's keep talking about what we enjoyed about the series. Let's keep breaking it down, and uh, we'll also look ahead for the Colorado Rockies as well as we are continuing through the final month of the season. Uh, let's do all that coming up in segment number three but before we do that got to tell you about our new sponsor jace medical modern medical care and treatment are important but our global supply chains are fragile things like pandemics natural disasters and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need jace medical is your solution just fill out their online form and one of jace medical's board certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate then Jace will send you your prescription to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Don't forget, save $20 off that Jace case when you use the promo code Locked On. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every day. And if your team's the Colorado Rockies, well, I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you're here because that's what we are doing is talking Colorado Rockies baseball here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can also find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where we can get your Rockies hot takes. When you comment on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, we read those, we follow those, and sometimes we bring them up on the show. And uh, you can also check us out on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Two homers in a row or two games with homers in a row for Chris Bryant, making sure that things end positive, making the Rockies look good in those city connects that I'm still pretty convinced are cursed. Fun fun series. And and shout-outs to the Rockies fans. You know what? That's who the, the shout-outs to them. Because Coors Field was fully infiltrated by Cubs fans. And every single time a Let's Go Cubs tried to get started, it was drowned out by, it was fought back with a Let's Go Rockies. But I got the man, there were so many pan shots over, and it's like, I don't know if the cameraman could really find so many big, large areas of purple in the ballpark, but there's so many times of it's like cutting to Cubs fans and all that stuff. But man, good shout outs to y'all because they were in force and they were served with a nice spoonful of disappointment. And it was uh, highlighted by the fact that the Rockies took care of business at home. I, I'm just I'm just happy and glad to be able to get on the pod and talk about things we liked and, and enjoyed, honestly, because these are the, the players of the Rockies are likable. And, and even with my podcast yesterday, Chris Bryan is a likable guy. 
there's things to like about this Rockies team. It's it's just the frustrations can be so high and the and the missteps and the and the and the and the other frustrations surrounding the team, especially within you know, the the front office. But then you see games like this. Then you see and you kind of see the energy and you see the chemistry that's built that's built among these guys. You see when the flow is working for these guys. You see that it's when it's working for the Rockies, what it possibly could be. And it's really it's really encouraging. I, I don't think we're going to see enough to, to really make you sit here and say, whoa, the Rockies are going to immediately turn around and immediately be contenders next year. That's not what I'm going to say. I'm just saying that under when we keep breaking things down and we keep diving through all of the surfaces these are the moments to highlight these are the moments to remember and these are the moments to look at because these are key moments in the development of these players and in the development of the Colorado Rockies this is a good series win if this if this ignites a, a, a solid finish and stretch in the final few weeks to the season that's even better but the best thing that we the best feeling that we can have from this Rockies team as they finish 2023 is to make the losing stretches smaller throughout this last gap. Make these playoff teams sweat. Make San Francisco's trip to the postseason a little bit more stressful as they're coming in here to town. Win that series. You know, you you won the you you broke the losing streak. You got the series the first series win since since August. Now get go out and get the first NL series win. Keep the momentum going. Keep the momentum flowing and bounce back against a team that's had your number. And don't waste your opportunities because the Giants will take advantage of each and every opportunity that they have against the Rockies. And they have to because every pitch matters for the San Francisco Giants. So now let's let the Rockies go up and take that same mentality and answer back and fight back. And hopefully this signifies a little bit more fight and a little bit more energy from the Colorado Rockies here. I mean, they, they, they've never given up, but this is a nice little boost. This is a nice energy wave. This is a nice little reminder of, of, of what can work for the Rockies and what winning is like and what winning means. So that's a great, uh, uh, you know, just kind of something to, as we keep talking philosophy, keep talking mindset for the Rockies there. The Rockies will look ahead here to San Francisco. San Francisco is heading over to take on Chase Anderson, Logan Webb on the bump here. Uh, and it's Park at the Park tomorrow, so that's always exciting. And uh, the Giants are on a hot streak right now, especially uh, if you count the, the Rockies there. But just lost their last ball game there against Cleveland. But the Giants have won their last four out of five, including three of those against the Rockies with the sweep. This is the last chance the Rockies have to uh, get a series win against the Giants. And uh, one of their last chances to get a series win against the NL West. I believe actually they got a couple more NL West matchups here uh, to end uh, the season. So San Francisco. So this is one of three chances the Rockies do have. So they still have three chances to win some series here. Uh, going to get uh, a four game set here against San Francisco starting tomorrow, going through the weekend here. And, uh, and then Rockies do meet back up with Chicago. Not, not, the, not the next week, like I thought, but the following week for, for in Wrigley, Certainly going to be some uh, some revenge hopes there, as that is going to be one of the final three series three series of the season. 
And uh, the Rockies not finishing with uh, six or what was it? Eight straight against the Dodgers this year. They're instead finishing uh, with a three game set at Minnesota, which should be some nice, good baseball, honestly, uh, to, to see. And, and a team that uh, gets to go to the playoffs, even though not being as dominant there. So that's kind of the look ahead for the Rockies. Uh, hopefully they can get the first three game winning streak in the entire second half of the season, the Rockies have not won three ball games in a row in the entire second half. They've only won back-to-back ball games uh, four times in the second half of the season. So uh, let's see if they can keep it rolling against San Francisco, who, uh, like I said, they are in a position where every single moment matters. And let's see if the Rockies can rise up to the occasion and make things a little bit more stressful for them. But we're celebrating Rockies wins here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Chris Bryant making the, answering the call, making sure that he knows that, hey, you can spend a whole podcast being a hater. I'm going to go out there and do big things and help the Rockies win series. And the young guys doing cool big things on offense and defense as well. Fun times for the Rockies over the last 48 hours. We'll see if it continues throughout the week. And we'll be breaking things down every Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Go make the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, or Locked On Buffs podcast your second listen of the day. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.